Hello, welcome to Closing Chapters, Everyday Real Estate Tales. I'm your host, Brittany Fry. I'm a realtor, I'm a military wife, and I'm a mom. Join me and come transaction by transaction throughout my real estate career starting back in 2016 to hear about the highs, the lows, and the unexpected turns along the way through all of my customers. It's going to be a crazy ride, you guys. I am so excited to share the past, the current, and then what's coming in the future. Hang tight for the ride. Join me about being a realtor, a military spouse, and a mom. Can't wait to see you there. Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Brittany. I know it's 10 p.m. your time, but I know that you want me as a client, so I know that you will answer the phone whenever I want because I'm in Korea and I'm in a different time zone. So you're going to do whatever I need you to do to make sure that I get into a house because you need me as a client. What a way to start this transaction. Friends, realtors, never have a scarcity mindset. Want to know how I handle that conversation? I'll tell you a little bit later. So we are on to the next transaction in 2017. I'm this military family. Husband is in Korea. Family is in a different state. They are going to be coming to Shaw Air Force Base when they return from Korea and want to buy a home in Camden, South Carolina. So they think. That is not where they ended up at. <laughs> After meeting the family, showing them some properties, they kind of had a very particular budget, time frame, and what they wanted for a property. And South Carolina is an extremely affordable state to buy housing in, especially in the Sumter and surrounding communities, by far. So just for an example, our first property we bought for $109,000 back in 2015 property we bought here in South in Tennessee was like triple that. And there is nothing for $100,000 here. There's hardly anything for $200,000 here. The barrier of entry here is around $250,000 to get into smaller older homes like 1200 square feet, three bed, two bath. So South Carolina is a great place to buy. But everybody has a budget. Everybody has what they want. And when you go to different areas, that threshold changes a little bit. They wanted to look in Camden, South Carolina, which is an adorable community. I love it. They have some great amenities there, great schools with awesome reputations. And it's just a cute little southern town. It's like a little boutique town. So we went looking in Camden. They did get under contract in a house in Camden. And afterwards, after doing some inspections, it was a house that had been bought via foreclosure and the bank had done some updates and they weren't really willing to make it right in terms of what my buyers felt were right. So that transaction did not finish and we went back to the drawing board and started again. Well, believe it or not, sometimes realtors take vacations, go visit family, do those type of things too. So I can't quite remember where I was at, but I had gone away for a weekend either to go see family or go to a conference, um, something of the nature. And one of my agents in my office helped show some properties to my folks because of course 
they needed to see it when I was gone. And sometimes time is of the essence and their world does not um, matter when it looks at like whether I'm gone or not. They can't just wait for me to get back to see a house. So I was really blessed that I had a great agent in my office that was willing to help get out and help me show some houses. And lo and behold, they decided they want to put in an offer on a house in my neighborhood in Sumter, South Carolina, right behind the base. 30 minutes away from where we were looking at originally, they totally did a 360, realized that they were not going to find what they wanted in the area they were looking for and wanted to be closer to the base because he was going to have a kind of like a shift work kind of job where he wasn't going to have consistent hours. He was going to be gone at different times. So they just wanted to be closer to the base. And I'm really glad that they had that realization before they got into a property. This is a conversation I have all the time with my military clients is what does your schedule look like? What is your family dynamic? Being a family with two young kids, this is something that's really fresh in my mind right now. I cannot tell you how many times I'm just waiting for my husband to walk through the door. A lot of times so that I can say, tag, you're it, I'm going to go do work or I need to go show a house, right? But even if I wasn't working, even if I was just a stay-at-home mom, um, not just a stay-at-home mom, that's a hard job all on its own. It really is. It taps you out mentally more so than physically, and there is a physical component of it. So you're waiting for your other person to walk through that door. And if they're 30 minutes away and you're losing over an hour a day that they could be home, sometimes that can be really strenuous, especially if they have a high demand job that they may not have flexibility or they have longer hours. So depending on the circumstances and the family needs, it can really depict where the location should be. And I've had the total opposite. I've had some families that have children with very special needs. They wanted very special amenities close by to them or therapies or doctor's offices, those type of things. And they wanted to be in a specific location because the best of the best was there. And I totally get that too. So there's a lot of lessons that I've learned um, throughout working with all the different military families and hearing the ups and the downs and what they're looking at. Some of them are like, oh, I was out in you know New Mexico and had to drive 45 minutes to the base. It's no big deal. Great. But do you want to continue doing that? You have the ability to be 5, 10, 15 minutes away from the base and not have to drive 45 minutes to an hour every single day. So is it a preference or is there a need? And a lot of times my folks actually end up finding out this is not the only family that changed their location, came in saying, I want to be in this location because they get online, they do a lot of research as they should. They ask other spouses, other people that have been there, what they like, where they want to be. And a lot of times they base their opinion off of that. Now, when you get boots on the ground, a lot of that can change. And that is honestly the favorite part of my job. I love putting the puzzle pieces together and being a guiding light. I cannot tell you the amount of times that I've had the opportunity just to say, hey, could I just show you this house? I really think it has some potential. I know it's not exactly where you want it to be, or I know it. there's a little bit different criteria, but it really does hit a lot of the marks. Let's just go see it. And if they comply, a lot of times I get to pick the house, which is fantastic. And then there's a lot of times where the buyers just find their own house and we go and see it and it's the one and that's great. Um, my job is not solely just to find the house. A lot of times you will come to me with some houses in mind and it's my job to get us in the door. 
it's my job to help facilitate the offer and then to pass it along to the proper people after we're under contract and facilitate the transaction from there. So there's a lot of other things. A lot of times people think when you're handling a buyer that we're just there to find the house for them, that we're supposed to be hunting and searching high and low and giving them all these properties. And that's not necessarily the case. You have a job too as a buyer. It's your job to be just as engaged and, and answering in a timely fashion and willing to see properties, willing to take properties off the list if they don't match the criteria, all of the above. So anyhow, um, it was really interesting that this fella ended up in my neighborhood, especially given that first conversation we had. So let's go back to that for a second. Hey, Brittany. I know it's 1030 at night, but I know you're going to talk to me because you want me as a client and you need me and blah, 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 blah. All right. All right. Um, this, my friends, is what I call little man syndrome. <laughs> and um, I, I don't do well with that. I am a big personality. I'm a type A personality and I like to be in control of things, which is my own crutch. And I will fully admit that. So my initial reaction is to get very defensive when somebody says something to me like this, and I didn't. Thankfully, I sat back and thought for a second, but I did tell them honestly how I work, and I work by referral, and I don't have to go find clients just to find them. This particular client came to me through the spouse's page. Somebody else had suggested me and connected us, and um, I talked to the wife first and then got connected with the husband. So I explained to him that the only reason I was talking to him is because I did know he was in a different time zone and I was willing to try to help and make sure that we could have conversations when he was available and had some downtime. Because a lot of times these guys are in ladies are in jobs where they can't have their phones or be on their phones. If you're on a flight line working on a plane, right, you can't be talking on the phone or you're not going to be able to hear on the phone. It's loud. So anyhow, um, my husband happened to be deployed at the time too. So I didn't really have anybody at home waiting for me at the time. So you just had the luck of the draw that I was pretty available and willing to rearrange my time frame and stay up a little bit later or get up a little bit earlier to have these conversations with him and get the ball rolling. So I was very quick to remind him that I, I don't ever need a client. Would I love a client? Would I love the opportunity to help a military family? 100%. Absolutely. That is my heart. That is my passion. And I care deeply for my military community. So yes, I would love the opportunity to help a military family. Do I need a client? Absolutely not. I never need a client. In this job, we choose who we work with as realtors. People get hired and fired every day on both sides. Okay. So don't ever Go to a realtor demanding that they will do this for you or they will talk to you this way or that they need you because that is so not the case. Spoiler alert. I'm so sorry. That's not the way that it works. You don't hire me and I'm your pet. Like that's not how this works. We are a team. We work together and I love that. And we have a cohesive relationship. When we do our part and we build a relationship together, then I can take care of you in the most special way with one of the biggest transactions you're ever going to make in your life, right? And I'm here to protect you. And I can't do that if you have your guard up and you're being defensive towards me or making, uh, 
rude comments. Let's just be honest. It was kind of rude. So anyhow, um, we worked through that and it was all fine and gravy. The thing that was a little bit harder throughout the transaction too is this is also a lesson for everybody to, to kind of know in real estate. If you ask me a question, a legal question or a question about the contract, I am not an attorney. I can't answer those questions unless it simply says, does this say this or does this say that? You know, like the words, does this say red or does this say blue? I can say it says red, right? But I can't explain what does red mean? What does this contract mean? What is this? You know, if I do this, can I do that? I don't know. I can tell you my opinion, what I think, maybe sometimes, but if it's a gray area and I know that I'm stepping on, you know, thin ice, I will not. I will guide you to the right person, which will be an attorney. And this client um, got really upset about that. He was like, it's a yes or, you know, he would ask me something and say, this is a yes or no answer. I'm like, really, it's not. And it's not an answer I can answer. Like, I, can't, I just, I can't legally answer this. And I would go to my broker and ask him over and over again. He's like, Brittany, this is not your wheelhouse. And I'm like, I don't know what else to say to this guy. Like, he got so upset with me because I couldn't just tell him what he wanted to hear. So please know that if you're working with a realtor, it's not that we don't know that we don't want to help, but sometimes we're really not allowed to answer certain things, okay? We are professionals in our own right, in our own lane, and we have to allow other professionals in their sections do their job. So if it's about the contract, then I'm going to guide you to an attorney and let the attorney help you and guide you there. If it's a contracting question about a roof, about an HVAC, I'm going to get you some great contacts and help you along the way. If you want to rent out your property and you have questions about that, I'll get you to a property manager that will answer all of the questions for you. You know, what the fees are going to be, um, what requirements they have of a tenant, all those type of things. But if it's not in my wheelhouse to facilitate or help with, then I cannot overstep that boundary because the second I do, I am held liable to that. Okay. So just know realtors are your friends. We are on the same side as you and we want to support you. We have a fiduciary duty to you as a buyer. So don't fight against us. We want to work with you, not against you. I know it can be scary and I know there's good and bad everywhere you go and you have to be cautious of that. But know if somebody is trying to direct you to the right person, they have your interests in mind, okay? A bad realtor is going to tell you whatever you want to hear or slough it under the table. They're not going to be honest with you and say, hey, this is a question I cannot answer, but I can get you to the right person. Or here are several contacts. You can contact whomever you're comfortable with, call a few, right? So just keep that in mind. We are here to help. We are here to facilitate. We are here to encourage. We are here to educate, okay? And I love doing all of those things. So I will continue to do them to the best of my ability. But remember, one, there's always going to be some difficult eggs along the way, difficult clients, right? And two, those are the transactions that mold us and make us a better realtor for the future. So thank you for the lessons learned. Thank you for helping me learn how to handle certain situations and help you through them. I am so thankful that I had you as a client and that you lived in my neighborhood for a very long time and we're happy in Sumter, South Carolina. Talk to you soon.